What's going on, everyone? And welcome to the Trail Theory Podcast. I'm Brian. I'm Alex. I'm Austin. And I'm Pfeiffer. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Trail Theory Podcast. Today, we're talking about challenging terrain. I'm going to keep this short and simple, and then we'll get this fired off. But uh, I think first and foremost, uh, safety on the trail is a very key component to uh, what we like to promote as a group, uh, everyone being safe and all that. And then uh, I think as we kind of go into this episode, we'll talk a little bit about um, just some of the difficulties that we have encountered, um, whether that's a river, um, whether that's uh, crossing a river, um, you know, steep terrain, you know, switchbacks. Uh, we just did the roller coaster in Harper's Ferry, a lot of ups and downs, those kinds of things, crazy rocks at Dolly Sods. Um, so yeah, guys, challenging terrain. What, uh, where do we want to start? What's insane that we've done? What are the scary things that we've, uh, considered where, uh, where should we start? Yeah, I think, you know, going through the list of, you know, specific types of terrains that people, you know, will encounter on the trail, um, you know, we'll go through those and, and we'll kind of touch on what we've experienced with those. Some of them we haven't encountered yet. Right. Um, you know, I'm excited to encounter those types of terrains. Um, I'd love to, you know, do a, do a trip in the wintertime and, and hit snow. Um, you know, I've got some info um, about some of that stuff that, you know, for, for people that haven't done it before, um, you know, that, uh, that, that can really kind of take that and, and maybe learn something from that. Um, you know, I do have a, a list of specific types of terrains that, you know, people will, will hit on the trail, um, like boulder fields. And we've definitely hit boulder fields on yeah. so, a lot of the so trails that we've a, done. Let's start there. What the hell is a boulder field? <laughs> I mean, been, I'm not an idiot. Boulder field. I, but like, what's the technical term? Because I haven't heard that term yet. A technical term. I mean, it, a boulder could be a huge, huge rock. Big old rock. Big rock or <laughs> a small rock. Anything that's a weird shape rock. Um, okay. It can be a recipe for anything like a, a fall or a twisted ankle or a broken ankle. Like those are the types of things you really need to watch out for. And I think, you know, our first trip, we talked about it a little bit. And even when we were at ADK, that can be mentally exhausting having to watch your yes. every single foot. So, so like there are two, ADK there are, is a boulder field. Right. There are the two, whole trail. There are two very specific examples that come to mind when I, when I hear boulder field. So first is Dolly. First trip? When yeah, we missed first the kickoff? Trip. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So uh, that whole section, which seemed like forever, but, and they weren't big. So to your mm. point, Brian, it was Little. small rocks, all very pointy and jagged. And there was no dirt. You were walking on all rocks and every single step was like at an angle, a little bit off. And it was just exhausting. Ankle breakers. Yeah, right. man. Yeah. And, and then the alternate, you know, the contrast to that was ADK which was, it had those, but bigger I rocks. big rocks and navigating through, you know, uh, larger stones and gaps between them. And there's always, and I can't remember if I said this on another, another episode or not, but there's one very specific step in ADK that I remember vividly and nothing bad happened, but I still remember it. And it's, we were going through one of those sections where there's lots of big boulders and a boulder field, a boulder field. And I chose to step in between two of them, oh, which was, it was a very narrow gap. No. And instead of staying on top, I was like, oh, I'm going to step down and kind of go over here. And I realized as I was doing it and as I was stepping out of it, that if I had 
lost my balance at that particular moment, my shin would have just split in half because I was putting my foot in a spot that mm. was just perfect height where boulder on each side, any flux, any you know variance from side to side, if I had fell one way or the other, my, my leg would have just been destroyed. And so they can be mentally exhausting and extremely dangerous. And I wonder if that was the first trip that we had trekking poles right yes and i wonder God. if that made a big difference for you as yeah. far, I, I know it made a big difference for me yeah um having those and that's something that people definitely recommend you know when you're going through if you're you're preparing for a trip and i know austin talked about this off a of mic and we'll talk about it more but when you're preparing for a trip and you know that there's boulder fields maybe having something like trekking poles could be a useful tool because you're going to um, you know, maintain balance a lot better. You're going to be able to catch yourself as you fall, and 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 take some weight off of off of uh, off your legs as sure. you're as you're trying to be agile through the boulder field. This uh, this subject uh, has come up at the perfect time because this week I actually started watching that uh, National Geographic series with Jimmy Chin, Into the Unknown. And so if any good. of you guys, awesome. it's amazing. But if any of you have watched this or know about it. Uh, a lot of the subjects, I mean, all the subjects are basically, um, you know, it's these professional extreme athletes who are put in situations yeah. that are that are extremely dangerous and where things go wrong. And um, a lot of what they talk about uh, and what they say, especially if they, they've gone through this traumatic event and, you know, they've lived through it. You know whether it's an avalanche or a, the one was like a waterfall, dude, a, yeah. a yeah. riptide, that kayaker yeah, that got yeah, caught. Yeah, yeah. That was scary. It was dude. underwater for like two minutes, three minutes. It's yeah. Insane. Um, they all talk about things that you know these are professionals at the top of their game doing yeah. some of the most dangerous things, but even them being you know the number one snowboarder in the world or any alpinist or anything like that, something they they may have forgotten or not noticed one little thing. And that yeah. was the difference, you know, between tipping point, dude, yeah. you, you close to, to, to death. And and we're not professionals and we're not doing anything even close to being that dangerous. But I think it's really important when you're backpacking and you're going out somewhere, especially if you've never been there before, to do your research and, and be safe and make sure you have the right equipment. Dude, yeah. you can't control the elements. No. You can't control how much rainfall it gets the week before. Yes. You can't control um, if there's been a rock slide or a mudslide. You can't control that kind of stuff. So doing your prep is so, so important. And nature yeah. is undefeated. 100%. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Honestly, it, it, and it's it, like, so nature, yes, undefeated. You can't predict that. But what you can also do is you can also just be honest with yourself. Definitely. Yeah. Like, am I am I physically fit enough to go do this? Or am I mentally prepared to go accomplish this? Like, some of that, like, you can, I mean, it might be a difficult discussion to have with yourself. And I think I look at, I mean, frankly, like myself, the first few trips we went on, like, I, I, was, okay. I was in pretty good shape. But I look at myself now, I'm in, like, infinitely better shape than we started. We all are. Like yeah. and and it's and still maybe not Pfeiffer. I can yeah, <laughs> <thanks>. maybe not <laughs> Linville boy. Um, but He'll I think never <laughs> live that. Day. He's never gonna live Linville down. Yeah, ever. talk about challenging terrain. Jeez. He was he was f***ing flying. <laughs> but he'll never exactly. live Linville down. Yeah, I could go to the hardest yeah. trail we've ever done and lead the pack the whole way. Yeah, he still f doesn't Linville. matter. <laughs> yeah. 
But right. no, I was gonna. So Linville I, was a big L for you. It was. It was a big. It, it was a win. No, because it was beautiful. It wasn't. It, it was. It was. It wasn't an it was L. A humbling experience. It was a humbling. It was experience. a win. You got to learn a lesson, man. You and got I, to learn something yeah. about yourself. And actually, it, I was gonna play off play off of that and, and talk about Linville actually because one thing you mentioned trekking poles is I remember early trips for us. At least I thought about it this way, but I feel like we all joked about it. It was like, ah, oh, trekking poles. Definitely. These guys. Like, anytime we saw... <laughs> nice. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Nice anytime sticks. we saw... What are you, skiing, nerd? <laughs> anytime we saw backpackers or other hikers, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, this guy over here. And I realized after Linville and going through some of the more difficult terrain and experiencing it and, and realizing, like... Right, so ditch the macho shit. There's a purpose, you know, dude. There, like, there's yeah, a reason the people. Door. Yeah, there's yeah, a reason man. people use them, and it's not a sign of weakness to take advantage of a tool or something that's gonna make you know. And then we, I did that for 80k, and, and you did too, Brian. Yeah, it was. And great. I felt like Superman. Man. Yeah, it man, was not flying over rocks. Yeah, and and like that, and, and I felt I like say, I was running sometimes. We were. We actually. I mean, you, I guys, you guys, you guys always awesome. run. <laughs> All right. So what? Linville's funny for me that Pfeiffer was like quote-unquote struggling because like i'm typically a cabooser right like i and it's not that like listen dude i run every day like i you know i try to take care of myself but i with you guys i'm typically a cabooser it's just you guys move pretty fast i just try to be comfortable um but at linville i was at the front of the pack and i felt real good i think i was in prime like marathon shape and like i was doing really well and so like that was like good timing for you were me to go with your diet and everything too but i'll like take the, one it was a it was yeah a it was a whole diet night. it was a whole yeah. thing man i was like best shape of my life uh, i'll I'll, uh, I'll hang my hat on that one trip yeah and it was the but, contrast and I was, was i'm thankful i'm thankful for linville because it, and and we we made the joke about i did you know i was like that's where i realized i've reached my limit and but thank god i did because if i had not done that at linville i would have done it at 80k yeah man and that would have been awful wouldn't have changed well, any we behaviors had, you had people that did that yeah, yeah 80k beat some people up man it did and uh yeah it's again it's like i think everyone has those moments on trail that are humbling yeah. you know whether and it can be big or small right yours happened to be a bigger thing where it was like you kind of felt like you felt it right yeah. straight up you felt it yeah, right however sure. however deep or whatever that was but everyone has their moments and and uh and on the other side of that too where like i remember maybe linville 80k i, I don't remember but I, I guess maybe i remember the idea of feeling i'm in better shape than i've been before and it's noticeable yeah like i've mm. been making better decisions i've been working out more i was more consistent with my working out and it and it showed on trail and it, and it was incredible. Well, yeah, it, it was cool. it, what's funny is that's not you're not n- doing that for backpacking, right? It's just no, no, like no. lifestyle change, but um you know, it is important to and you don't have to like train specifically for backpacking, especially if you're only doing it like once or twice a year, but it's good to make sure you're in decent uh you know, physical shape. So I was just a few weeks ago I went and grabbed a beer with a friend that I hadn't seen in a while and we were just catching up and you know I was telling him about backpacking he's like and it's funny we should be called the Dolly Sod um, podcast but he was like oh dude I did Dolly Sod I was like oh man how you liked it he's like I hated it I was like what and he's like he does not like backpacking he goes because his his wife and his friend loves it and he likes hanging out with them and he likes camping and he likes bonfires and stuff like that but he doesn't like backpacking but he goes and, and that's not necessarily like, I don't know if he like trains or is physically right. able. It's not like that, but it's just funny to me to hear somebody, you know, say, like they legitimately do not like backpacking, but they go. Interesting. Isn't that funny? Yeah. 
I don't. That doesn't have much to do with this episode. I just that kind of just popped <laughs> in my head it's where funny. I was like, and what, that and is I think, so funny." Now the fact that he likes some of the adjacent activities, yeah, but that's like, I'm, I can't think of a good analogy. But well, it's like, also, what's, go what's do something you don't like to go do something. I, I, I'll you t- like. I have an analogy. That's I have okay. an analogy. You you love hot dogs. You love beer. You like the outdoors, but you hate baseball. You probably still <laughs> enjoy a baseball game. You it's, find still a way. it's still going right. to find a way, right? Yeah, yeah that's me. That's but, Piper. But I, that's Brian Piper. Yeah, and 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 in that, for you know, for your friend, it might not be the case, but it. I think that can have a big impact with when we talk about terrain. Is if we were to walk into Dolly for the first time in our first trip out, and it was not an easy trip for us at the time. We, you know, there was parts of that that we struggled with, but overall, we did great. Um, if we were not at all physically prepared for that and i think of some people that we saw at 80k what i'll say in a second but if that would have been totally different and it could it could have turned us off to the oh we could have hated it for sure we could have gone through dolly and and not and and had to bail on the last night or had to come back early because we weren't prepared we didn't we didn't set out the right way and that might have broken things from the outset and we saw people i when coming down from mount marcy at 80k we uh, saw day hikers we saw and people. <laughs> lots of people who were on their way up and and a lot of times we were commenting to each other like, I just saw that guy walk by in Crocs with <gasps> nothing on his back and like a bottle of water and he's got five miles to get to the top Wait, of Marcy. What was the hell he is ba- going on? Was he a badass or just like... No. No. no it's were, just like casuals. No. Yeah. There were, Dude, we saw that at Loyal Sock though too. Yeah. Because yeah. Th- it's a state park right there. I th- I believe I, there's, there's a visitor center in in the middle of the trail and there's a there's there's an overlook that you can go up it's yeah. a it's a very steep overlook, oh yeah right? yeah yeah but we saw people that were like just in converse or Sneakers, sandals yeah. or yeah. like dude so, you're not like getting you're, up there man and if you i just do, came you're, down from that you know and what if that you, if you do you're not gonna enjoy it okay like, you're so, gonna be uh, miserable you know, part of me thinks like wow they're like crazy unprepared and like they're gonna get destroyed but then the other part of me thinks of there's a tweet that i that i'm sure all of us have seen it before but it's like hey guy with the hydration pack two hiking sticks north face vest and my five-year-old just like the same trail in Crocs carrying a naked Barbie. Right. Relax. <laughs> right. But I don't think yeah. that's this scenario, but that no. makes me think I, of I, that yeah. tweet. So so good example, and I, I hadn't thought about this when we were kicking off this episode, but it's a good it's a good uh good thing to bring up. So I think some of it is just people just don't know. Yes. Right? Right. Yes. And, and and I think so my example in that is so we did Yosemite last year, Allison and I and we did the Yosemite Falls Trail, right? To, to basically get up to the top, upper, uh, upper Yosemite Falls Trail, right? And we, you know, it's, it is, it's like a hard trail. Like it's literally listed as hard. It's a shit ton of elevation. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's legitimately pretty, pretty full of effort. And I'm looking now, it says 6.6 miles and, and 3,254 feet. And I remember in a short time, it's a ton of elevation game. And I remember us, we did it. We, and we like, we knew like we were going to, that was kind of our big one for the day. And we were going to, you know, come back down and whatever. So we started early and when we were like, I don't know, it took us a number of hours, hours, like a long time. Like we were, we were moving pretty efficiently, but like we were slow. It was hard trail. And I remember coming down and of course, like coming down, you're like, oh yeah, you know, Hell yeah. We yeah. know oh, we, there's yeah. like the switchbacks right at the beginning. And we're like, w- once we get there, we're like, w- we're almost there. And then we remember seeing people on those switchbacks 
And we're coming down. It's like three or four in the afternoon. And I remember we were looking at each other. We're like, they're not going to make it. Yeah. These oh, people. Dude, right. And, yeah. Every, and, and always. Yeah. And, and, but, but again, they just didn't know. Right. And, yeah. and I remember people asking like, oh, are, we, are we getting close? It's like, are <laughs> no. you getting close to what? You haven't started. To like a half a mile in? Like, like no, you're not close at all. You haven't like, started at all. yet. Yeah. And it was just kind of one of those things like, yeah, I mean, cha- we're talking about challenging trails and like tra- challenging terrain. That was, it was, the whole thing was difficult. Yeah. Beginning to end. And then, so like you talk about like being like the preparedness of being out there and like you, Austin, you talk about like, oh, going in like two trips a year, like the the preparedness for that, right? Ah, oh, just, it just, I remember like I, just thinking about these moments, it, there should be like signs at the beginning of trails that it's like, have you like looked into this? Yeah. Right. Some are easier and than I'm, others. And I'm trying to think if, Some we've, doesn't matter, if but. we've unknowingly ever been the other that side person. Of that. And I, no, as I don't think so. I don't I, think so. Between Alex and I, we, uh, Austin researches a bunch too. Fife, you don't research a ton. Barely at all. But <laughs> between Alex and I, man, we do just ample amounts of research and let everybody else know that there's some stuff going on or, or there's, you know, this trail's washed out here or we have, you know, this type of elevation gain or we need to watch out for this river crossing or what, like for the most part, I think we, we have a really good handle of what we're about to get into. You guys for do the a, most part. Yeah. You guys do a really good job with that research. And I feel like that's part of the reason why I don't have to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? that's, sure, that's I probably really would point. if you guys didn't. It's the I same thing with that. like, it's the same thing. Like when we get to a campsite, we have some serious fire builders. Dude, I like, like building fire. I don't. I haven't touched a fire. No, in the woods. same. Because I, I don't I, need to. I've cut wood, but no, yeah. there are a couple guys in our group that are professional fire builders. Yeah. yeah. Now, I'm not saying they're like arsonists. Charizard is like, out there. Yeah. <laughs> they like to do it in the in, in the woods, and I don't have to touch that fire because they like doing it, and they're really good at it. Well, and everyone no, has their not task. only do they like doing it, it is like their passion. It is. Oh, it man. is their bear bag to Brian. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, we're making a fire. Let's light this shit up and go. Yeah, that's and, fu- and that's cool, man. That's the beauty of our group. We all know our little roles. It's yeah, man. that's awesome. And I, and I think it, it, so. Like, have, going back to have we ever been in in that position? We've been in positions where the unexpected happens. And we have to react, but we have contingency plans, and we kind of know we do. Like, great, yeah. we can we can yeah. react, and we can. So, seeing other people and what you described at Yosemite, and and then also at Marcy is seeing people that it's two, three, four in the afternoon on their way up with five miles to go. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get to the top. Like, you, might like, ma- you might make it, but you're coming down in the dark. You're coming. You're, and I think, yeah. we, I think yeah. we knew people who were going to do that. Right. And, so, it's, and, that's, and that is, I mean, as we talk about terrain, it's like, okay, you got Boulder Fields, you got these things. It's difficult already. You want to do it in the dark? You're dude, out of your mind. Yeah, I, I will tell you, man, crazy. it is a whole different ball game because oh, Austin man. and I did the Burning River Run. Um, which is a hundred mile trail run. We did the relay team. So we had, we, we, there was four of us. We each had uh, 25 miles and my section that I did was uh, in the dark for, yeah. for four of the five hours that I was running. Ugh. And I, nope, dude, it is <laughs> difficult. Yeah. I mean, e- yeah. you have a headlamp and it, it's, it's it, not, it, it's a, it's a trail it's a trail race, right? Yeah. So it's it's not pavement. You are no, looking out for roots. You are uh, there's a lot of ev- elevation. I fell I it's fell intense. three times. I twisted my ankle once. Luckily, I was okay for for each of those times. I almost f- uh, I almost uh, tripped over a, a huge rock right into a river. 
Like, Jeez. dude, it, it's it's so it's hard, so yeah. different in the dark, and we've even hiked yeah. it. Oh, we, yeah, I was we've gonna hiked say into. Well, we've, we've, we've done trails where we've on. hiked into. I the was dark gonna say, like, still difficult. But we've only really done it though. We knew we were gonna be in the dark, right? Yes, and it and was typically like a mile yeah. in, right? right? Yeah. We have not been in a situation where we've been caught in the no, dark. No, 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 no. You're right. We've been close, 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 been close at, at Loyal yeah. Sock, yeah. but never. Yeah. There was, so, only so there's, pitch dark, there's yeah. one story, and I think we talk about preparation for those moments of challenge. And, and I, similarly to the Yosemite story, I didn't, you know, my my preparation, it it had, I'm defeated by it because uh, I didn't think of this story either until now. But uh, when we did Linville Gorge. So there's a uh, notorious. Uh, there's this bridge that's out across the the river. Well, was let's out. talk about yeah. let's talk about river crossings because I, I know that's where you're gonna go. It's a great place. That is a yeah. next. Yeah. That's the next terrain that I have as far as it, a challenging terrain is fantastic. river crossings. Let's do it. This is. I I I'm gonna say that this is probably the most important terrain that you need to be careful of. Oh hell yeah! Because people will die in a river, even if you really feel like it's not moving super super fast you have to be careful you have to be careful i think the one thing for me that when when we talk about river crossings the the thing that stands out for me in in our you know history of of being on the trail is when we went to linville gorge there's that notorious river crossing and i i think i'm still i'm not on facebook other than for like work things but i i I belong to this like linville gorge group oh yeah i forgot about that group and they post every day it's it it's a really cool community there uh which makes it very special but uh so years ago there was this bridge there that would get you across the river and then big storm washed away the bridge and so funny enough i remember we had planned for the trip and we were planning on doing this loop. We knew we could cross. We, we, we thought quotes, we, we could, Oh yeah, we can cross this river. Even without the bridge, right. whatever. Yeah. The bridge is gone. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll figure we've, it out. we've gotten across water before. We'll, we'll figure it out. Right. And so I remember, I think it was the week of the trip. Yep. And I am not a pessimist by any means. Someone actually told me I'm the most like optimistic person they know the other day, which is hilarious. <laughs> and, so I remember researching this thing and thinking, hmm, this is kind of interesting and scary because there's like a certain, like, uh, I forget the CF or something or cubic feet per inch or something yep. of like the, whatever the water distribute, like water flowing through a river and someone can look whatever it up. Whatever that is. At, is, at yeah. four miles at, an hour, one, one cubic foot of water is like 65 pounds on you. That's insane. Sheesh. That's insane. Yeah. But... When we, so I remember seeing it, I was on like Reddit or online or something before, like just researching, doing my standard research stuff. And I remember sending a text to the group and I was like, guys, there's a chance if it rains that we're not crossing this river. Right. And I remember it being like, it was met with a little bit of like, nah, we got this. And like, there were, there were mixed emotions and I even felt mixed about it. Obviously we hadn't seen it. Right. So, but I remember seeing and more and more I'd researched, I'd find more screenshots of like, you know, oh, if it's this much, you know, water per square inch or whatever, like you won't be able to cross it. Yeah. And so ironically enough, and we talk about challenging terrain, we're talking about river crossing. I remember when we were on our way there, it's pouring rain. (laughs) 
the whole week, the entire man. Whole week, the whole week. Entire week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The entire drive. I remember we parked at Linville Gorge. That's right. And it was it was, it was raining, so we yeah. had we had a van. We'd rented a van. Yeah, that was the van. And we have a photo, which we will post the photo when we'll this have to. when this the yeah, van was so launches. We just say that real quick. We'll do the van again. We had van beers. Yeah. Everybody in the van. Yeah. And that's one of somebody's got to send it to me. One of my favorite photos of us as a group. It's, great. it's hilarious. Yeah. One of my favorite backpacking memories. It's so good. That. Yeah. And we were like, well, we'll just wait this out. And like, we knew we were going to get wet. And yeah. then honestly, it didn't rain the rest of the weekend. No, which was insane. But, but well, yeah, okay. But the done at the that forecast point. was uh, to rain the entire weekend. And you know, every time we do we plan a backpacking trip, we're always like, "Oh, it's gonna rain." Doing our research, yeah. and we're like, "Oh, it's like a ninety percent chance." Oh, wait, oh, it's gonna be sunny. Like all this stuff, you don't know. No, you, you don't know. know. Yeah. You, know. you, don't, you know. don't know. And that was proof. That trip was proof to me uh. that like you don't know because it was supposed to rain the whole time, and it rained right when we got there. It yep. was really sunny when we hit the trail. It didn't rain until maybe like. A mile left, it started to drizzle, and right when we got to oh, the like, van, yeah, like it thirty seconds to, before getting to the that's right, yeah. like crazy. And then guess what? We ended that trip with a with, with a, a beer. beer. Yeah, started the yeah. ended yeah. as You're it right. started. But I mean, at the, yeah, it was raining so much leading up to it that damage was done with and, the river. Yeah, it's like, and I that, remember yeah. we had like on the ride down, we kept kind of like chuckling, like, "Oh, well, let's go look." There is a website. I can't, you know, if we find it, we'll share it. Yeah, there is a website for that particular river section. Yeah, it's like and live- it's a known. You know, thing amongst people who do Linville Gorge. Didn't it like live track the, yeah, the water level and we were checking it? They all do, yeah, the yeah, time. yeah. It yeah. checked the water and level so and it checked the water we speed. We had crappy signal and we kept checking. It was not, it was not looking good. It wasn't yeah. looking good. And rough. then I remember that like night one or night two, I think it was Mike got signal or something. It was like, oh, I got it. Yeah. And it was high. Yeah. And yep. we, we, of course, were like, well, we'll get down there and see. And boy, <laughs> we got down. And it was you know what I remember? You know what I remember? I remember us checking every few hours, and it kept going up. Yeah, it was yeah. like this didn't happen. It's not gonna happen. But you know, we still went down and checked. We yeah. went down and checked, and then and we were really honest with ourselves, and we were really thoughtful about. We spent, guys, we spent. We were like two hour, hours, two hours, yeah, sitting on that rock, hammering out like a plan. Like, could we do it? Could yeah. we do it yeah. safely? Safely. Yeah. Okay, first and foremost, everybody had to be on board. We had to do yeah. it safely. And we couldn't come to the conclusion that we could yeah. do it safely. And, and within right. the context of this discussion with, with terrain, I think that's super, like that an analysis of uh, of the situation and how we decided that was super important. Hold so, <laughs> can we go in to some of the ideas that we had? <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I'm saying. I was just thinking about this the other day because I, I was, I, I'm not typically pessimistic, but I was when we got to that river because I was like, D- guys like if one false move yeah you yeah. know someone's and, getting and swept I re- away. and I remember and, and I remember on the on the lead up to the <laughs> river the the several out you know the hours beforehand as we were going being frustrated with Austin because it was we're like we bring this. it up he's like dude we're not crossing we're <laughs> we're gonna gonna cross. like, dude, this thing. I know and that was my that was you know the eternal optimist I was like we yeah. haven't even seen it that like, was my thought we know. gotta see it first so but obviously he was right at, at the end of the day but at it didn't change the fact that we wanted to go see it and make the decision at the river and not, not, you know, do it prematurely. And right. But right. that process was 
awesome dude, <laughs> dude oh some God. of the ideas were hilarious so, so to g- try to give a picture uh, of what we were looking at was basically like there was there was a bridge there that had been knocked away and there was a pretty like i would would you guys say like and 30 feet maybe 40 feet gap uh, uh we, no i think it was like 20 feet from and, and also but like like please no paint, it had to be more no, than no, no, we no, gotta no, paint the scene all right we had a yeah. motherfucker audience there too people on like the rock like all yeah. around the river just like chilling watching and they're like you guys gonna do it you gonna do it you yeah. gonna do it no they were, they were, like, were amazed you idiots. yeah they were amazed at the fact that we were even thinking about it because they had already signed but uh in terms of like and let's let's talk about the bridge too so the bridge that was there it wasn't like you know this rickety little rope Bridge no, it was legit. It was a, it was you know the freaking railroad ties so bolted strong, into the rock. Something strong yeah. came yeah. through yeah. and blew yeah. it away. And I think, uh, and the bridge itself was probably 30, 40 feet. If you measured from where like that one rock ended over the water to the next one, it was it was probably more like fifteen or twenty, like actual water gap. Yeah, but because um, we got we got maybe I don't know a third into the river yeah just by just being by able walking to over the rock sure, hop or, sure, or yeah. being able to go from sure from but one it's, but it's also it's also it's not it's not level with the no, water right it, it's, it's right you're on yeah, you're uh, above it, it like you're probably like 10 feet above it right so up. you're not like it's not like a shore that goes no, out no it's a, yeah yeah it's not like that, you're not going to get a running start and jump it. Well, like, even was, that <laughs> had a small little wooden bridge that you had to go over to get to that. And that's because it yeah. had rapids. Right. So, yeah, I was pulling a picture so right it, now. It, 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 it had rapids above and it had rapids below. And, um, and, and what we were more concerned with was the rapids below because I'm, I'm fairly certain that there was like a 10-foot drop into yes, some pretty correct. intense rapids. Yeah. And there's a there lot was. of boulders over in there and and it was it was moving very very fast. So so one of the plans that we had come up with was um you know, to to because we're all there's n- how many of us were there? Eight uh, or nine? There was ten. So yeah. the the one idea that I remember um, vividly was that we would have one person swim. So yeah, right I, without I, a pack. I had volunteered to do that. But, I, and I'm, they would be roped. I'm they would have been roped. Yeah, but we you. But be roped. It, well, the rope was important because then you would take that rope and tie it to a tree or whatever that was over there, and we would slide packs over. Yep. Yeah. And then everyone else would, would then swim, swim over, over. Yeah. carabiner well, to the rope. Carabiner to the rope. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. And I and you know, not a bad idea. First of all, that would take a very long time. But also there was a point in that stream where if you were to go past it, you were probably going off that drop. Yeah, and you were in the rapids. There was yeah. no, you were in the rapids. Yeah. There's nothing to hold on to, yeah. and that was yeah. that, that was, was one the of the risk. reasons why we didn't do it. Was right, because right, right. It, that was probably the best idea if we were going to try to cross. But and here's and, he, and here's it's the still interesting a very thing. dangerous move to do it because is. it's not a recommended thing to do unless you have there, there's like a whole certification thing for for this kind of thing where when it comes to um, which we didn't have which we no. did, yeah we, we've we've. We weren't very, very smart when it came to this. We had the right ideas on some of it. Yeah. And I, I'm a very strong swimmer. Um, I, I had the confidence that I was going to be able to get to the point where we needed to get to. But if if something happened, it would have been bad news. The there would have been, yeah, the, the, been zero coming back from that. That first person going over would have been like the first person that goes doesn't have the safety. I mean, well, they, 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 they could have been pulled back. back. They could have been pulled back. back. But, 
But again, I mean, you're talking about that uh, yeah. that river was moving faster than four miles an hour. And so Dude. how many of us would even with nine people at 65 pounds per cubic foot, that's a lot of weight yeah, man. to yeah. pull somebody back. So, just, right. so here's my so the other part of it is, is we had a big group. Yeah. So we had nine people a lot of guys that had to do go over. Ten, nine people had to do that. It's not like you had two people where it's like, right. if I do it and then you do it, right. that's it. We had to get nine people through it. Yeah. Also, the other factor was how cold the river was. And right, that yeah. was, I oh, think, the yeah. final nail in the coffin was because yeah, it was cold. Of that. And that's what I wanted to get to is because that what we just described and I was this is where I was. I was I was very I wanted to do this so bad. I did too. Yeah. I was we were right there and I was like, there's we I know we can. I know that my I attitude was it. like I, I can, can taste yeah. the dates at the end <laughs> exactly. of this. My attitude was I, I absolutely know we can do this. Like as a group, I know we can. There's no there's no no doubt in my mind. What what got me and Mike was the one that brought it up he did, is yeah. that once we get over there, what are we gonna do? You've been in water that is how cold, it's near freezing. Yeah. And uh you've no way to dry off and heat up at the other end of it. And, you know, Brian going over first has to get across. It's going to be soaking wet, has to set up a line, and then... And then try to get wood and then make a fire. And then what? Yeah. How, how is he going to And then wait get, for someone to get the stuff over for him to even to, warm up. Right. So is he going to be over yeah. there for 30, 40 minutes before, you know, just dripping wet and freezing in already cold weather with freezing water? And I, that was the point where I was like, ah, shit, like... All right. We and don't have that part answered. Like, yeah. we can do the technical piece of getting shit over there and getting our bodies over there. Yeah. But once we're over there, we're kind of screwed. And, and it is, it's, it's, I, it's great that you brought that up because I, I thought about that too when I was doing some research on stuff. So I, I pulled up a chart on uh, about how long a person can survive in, in cold water. And if it's, if it's water that's 32 degrees, um, you're less than 15 minutes. Wow. Before you yeah. become a, completely exhausted and or go unconscious and you're 45 minutes in the water and then you're dead wow that's expected time that's of survival. in water though, that's right? in water Whoa. um up to 40 degrees it's anywhere from 15 minutes to 30 minutes that you can be in there before exhaustion and or going unconscious 40 to 50 uh you're anywhere from 30 to 60 minutes um and then, you know, it kind of goes up to there from, you know, being being able to be in 60 degree water for about an hour to two hours and uh, and, and, and up from there. But I would say that water was was it's, probably around 40. It's got to be in the 40 to 50 range. 40s. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. and we and no one was going to be in the water that long, but it was definitely the concern. Well, of like we, you're but we you're, but, but afterwards, we you're just exposed know. to the elements. Yes. Right. He didn't know. I will say this. If we were to pull that off successfully, I would still be celebrating today. We'd <laughs> yeah. be partying. Forever yeah. now, and, yeah, we'd be yeah. high fiving for eight. I, dude, it'd be more of a risk of me breaking my hand from high fiving you guys too much. <laughs> it, no, but that was it, it. Was the smart move to to you know turn away? We, we were made the right. And if, we and if the weather was different, like if we were there a different time of year and water level was I mean, high, if it, it was warm. Sure. Dude, it was warm. outside. It was warm, no, but the water no. was freezing. Water was the water freezing. was cold. Yeah, you're but, right. and and it, it wasn't was, warm. Yeah, it wasn't. We weren't. It wasn't a Chris McCandless type situation where it was like death. You know, when he gets to the river in the movie, where he's like, oh. Oh, I can't cross this. You know, right. it wasn't that yeah, kind yeah. of situation, it that. right? Um, but it was. We it could was turn an, around and live. And, it was and enough be okay. to. It was enough to be like, 
you know, we're not prepared on the other side. We get that. And it's not like you get to the other side and it's like, sweet, we did it. Let's go to the car. We get to the other side. We had a whole night We got to a whole another yeah, yeah, yeah. half yeah. of the trip. And if you remember, that was the night, which is only interesting, that we stayed up in that big-ass campground yeah. that had, like, the Game of Thrones fire pit on the yep. one side. Like, that was cold. Yeah, yeah I remember cold. that being oh, yeah. one of the colder nights we were out in the- Because the wind and everything. Trail. It yeah. was cold as shit, man. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so it-, it, it, it all those factors together is, and I, like I said, and I, to this day, I'm like, man, it would have been so great. But oh, it would have been cool Technically, story. we could have done it. It was not the smartest thing to do, and we didn't do it, and that was the right call. Can no, you I, guys remind me of that campsite that night? The It, it was on top of the ridge, like in the yeah, woods. Yeah, it was wide open. It At had the that, top like, of yep, a big hill. We, had the, we, we set up camp and then realized afterward, if we went down, like, you know, 100 yards, there was that hearth, like that fireplace that I was remember, set up. Yeah. yeah. Now, I do want to, I do want to point out you know, if you do get caught in, you know, a, a bad position where you're being swept away, you know, you want to get into a, a defensive swimming position. Um, Talk about that, buddy. That is... Because I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, man. So what you want to do is you want to get on your back. You want to point your feet downstream and you want to make sure you're able to look where you're going. Um, you want to put your feet out to protect you from anything that might, you know, impact you, whether it's going to be a boulder or a rock or a huge log or whatever it might be. Um, you want to make sure you protect your face and your head. You know, obviously if you get, if you get, you get knocked in the out head, the water, you get knocked out, no, you just, yeah, you're that's done. you're done. Yeah. And that's what I'm talking about when, when people get swept away, those are the things that will kill you. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, if you've ever it, been whitewater rafting, that's like, uh, yeah, man, that's you just, a little you have run to through be careful. Yeah. And if you are not 100% confident, just don't do it. Don't yeah. cross, you yeah. know? Um, and those that was are, the, those that are was big the big, factors. that was the big pill to swallow for me is, is it's like as exciting as it is and as vent, as adventurous as it is. And it's, you gotta, it's good to have that voice of reason in the group, which we did. Yeah. We did. And, 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 it was, and it was the right voice and we yeah. were responsible. We, we checked ourselves. You yeah. Know? We checked yeah. ourselves. I sure. highly recommend going to the national park service, uh, website that outlines swift water rescues. They have a huge 86 page manual Whoa. on swift water rescues and how to approach rivers the safe way and correctly. Um, there's courses that you can take. Um, you know, you can get certified for that kind of thing. I, I highly recommend checking the the National Park Service website out and, and looking at that manual. I looked at it. I looked through it today. Uh, there's a lot of really great stuff there. A lot of really great illustrations. Um, you know, just I think the thing that we want you to do is just be safe. Yeah, oh, be yeah. confident. Make sure you're and, good on that. 100%, and river, 100%. river crossings are a big part of this episode because we've we've had a lot of experience with it. But let's, I mean, that's one that we knew. We, you know, we did the analysis, realized we couldn't do, and backed off. But we've had a pretty significant one that we could do. Yeah, and we did and, over and at we Cranberry. Did, yeah, at Cranberry, we did that same sort of analysis, and mm. it was like, oh yeah, we can do this, and we did it. It's deep. Um, the and and so it's not always. The result is not always, you know, back off and 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 sure, so sure. do do your due diligence on what you can do and what's safe. And then at Cranberry, we were fine and, and ended up actually getting across. Well, what's on. funny too is that Cranberry was unexpected, and we were able to kind of like manage. Yeah. It. it took a little bit of time, but we were able to do it. But since Linville, we we did another river crossing um, that we knew we were going to come across, and then we were able to like we had so much time to prepare. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Um, yeah, just know that you're going to encounter those kinds of things and and know how to tackle them. Real quick, real quick, before we dive into another uh, part of this episode, I'm going to make a recommendation real quick. Uh, There's a book, and I've talked to you guys about this, but I want to just like mention it to the listeners. I just finished a book called Deep Survival. Okay. And it's a book, the tagline is Who Lives, Who Dies, and Why. And it's really interesting. I think it pertains to this episode, especially like the river crossing, um, because it's really interesting about how, you know, the human psyche approaches and reacts to different things like extreme elements and even if it's something that you've prepared your entire life for how you react to it so like one example in this book that they talk about is these um professional uh whitewater rafters right these these instructors yeah Right. Sweet. And there's there's certain like levels and different things that they get from I don't know if what source they get it from, but they're able to like kind of see and, and, and see what the levels are and what's safe and what's not. Right. And uh, you know, this one day these, you know, instructors were looking at this river. They were on the side, you know, they were it was a couple day trip, right? So they're they're camping out. Yeah. And they look and the the rapids are huge, right? And there's logs flying down the river that's like a number one sign that you like don't go out that's extremely unsafe (laughs) but there's something uh in your mind and the human experience that either ignores it or says you know no we can go and do this it's like kind of like that that attitude that you're like oh i need to tackle this i need to do this it's like the adventure i think we're evolutionarily programmed to just like think that way yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. I, it's I, I recommend. I want to do it. I right. can't even dive into all the stuff that this book talks about because it's really extreme. It's it's called Deep Survival. This is dude Lawrence Gonzalez. He's he's an amazing writer. It's a really intense book. I highly recommend it. But it kind of just it it kind of talks about a little bit of some of the stuff you may get into. I mean, listen, what we do is not like that extreme. But you need to well, prepare. Could be, right. It could yeah, be. Yeah, you got to prepare. Be. And that's and I, well, and, and we uh, we talked about it. I even in, in the last episode a little bit. But it's it's like. It, it's not on its face it's not but if you if you approach it unprepared then it can be so you can walk into something that on the surface or depending on who's looking at it might be like yeah okay it's a walk in the park whatever but yeah it can it, it can be a walk in the park if you go there ready for it and you bring the right and, and you have the right attitude and you have the right gear and you're prepared for what you're going to do but that crossing at cranberry if we uh, weren't as prepared as we were or didn't do the right level of analysis first and we decided yeah. to cross at that one point instead of the other, it could have been a much different story. And is that like Everest? No. But can it be dangerous? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, to go into the next one kind of piggybacking off of what you just said, you know, the one of the one of the next elements is or, or terrains is rock scrambling. Yeah. And we 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 encountered that when we were at ADK. We've encountered it when we were at Dolly. Um we you know, it's not Everest, but when we were hiking um over to where we thought we were going to go over to the Gothics, we ha- we had to rock scramble. We were yeah. almost rock climbing at a, a few points. Yeah, I mean, some of those yellow lines that were up on the rocks were like, we got to go dude, there. Yeah, that's where we got to go. Let's face this, man. If you're up at the top of that, you're ten feet up, and if you go backwards, yeah. Oh, there were bits you're, on. Uh, you're bad. It's a fall. There were yeah, and, and there were bits on Haystack and bits on Marcy where it's like I ha- we got to get up there, and you know your your hands hands and feet. Yeah, you know, all It's you're uh, you're 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 climbing. I, I put in air quotes, well, but it's like it's uh, it's scrambling. Exactly rock what you're scrambling about, is yeah. kind of that happy medium between like a traditional you know 
rock climb where you're vertical face or near vertical face um, or hiking where you're, you know, uh, you know, not really a, a level, you know, playing field, but yeah. you're, 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 you're kind of in between those two. Um, you know, we were talking about doing the gothics. Yeah. We talked about leaving our packs yeah. at camp. Because we were going to run into that kind of thing. It was going to be harder than... It was going to be extremely hard to do with packs and having weight on your back. And you were going to have to have three points of contact on that rock. At all times. 100% at all times. Yeah. Wow. I think think this is a good moment to say, like, you can have the spirit of adventure. Yeah. You can do really, really, really cool things outside. Yeah. Amazing things. Like, some of the... I think of some of the... My favorite things in my life... You can do those things, but nature, you know, I think Austin, you'd said it earlier, like nature is undefeated. Yeah. yeah. Like you still have to be humble enough and like, um, have enough wherewithal to say not today. You have to give, yeah. you have to give nature the respect you have to it, sacrifice it demands, it. honestly. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it's, it, you know, you have to, you can't take it for granted. And right? if that realization we, comes too late, then- yeah, it's trouble. too bad. One hundred percent. Yeah, we're you not to, meant to, to go. Be, we're not to meant to go everywhere. Right. We're not meant to right. go everywhere. Yeah. Right. And I think, and we haven't ever really gotten into this as a group, but you know, there's certain situations, and maybe Linville's a good example, but uh, maybe the Gothics would have tested us as a group this way differently. But yeah. you know, there, there's those situations where you have to say, "Is everybody in the group good with this?" Yeah. Oh, and, the amphitheater. And, you're talking about the amphitheater we, at Linville? No. But, no, we, but that was sweet too, that, but that was a little that scary. Was, that sketchy. was sketchy. We did oh, that without dude. packs. Yeah. yeah because there was some there was some spots when we were razor thin, man. There was there was yeah. a foot of trail. And you had to on jump the across side of, something. On the side of the mountain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. You're, that was you're a sketchy on a, spot you're on a, too. You're on a you know cool. foot, foot width trail and you have to make a little bit of a you know a leap over to another foot width trail and there's not it, a lot I've of room. It's not quite the thank God ledge yeah. on Al Capitan, but no, it's, it's like not that. It, it's like <laughs> it's still thin, I mean sure. it's still pretty thin. It, right? When you yeah. still put yeah, it in context, you're still out in basically the middle of your being and it's like you have tons of exposure but you're, listen, you're in a situation where a twisted ankle could be a very serious contextually thing. it's still the same thing yeah right okay so l cap or whatever i guess that's is, true it's just higher but like if you fell from some of the ledges that we've walked on same outcome dude right dude, <laughs> yeah that's, that's what true. always whenever Flat, i watch man, I, whenever i watch people rock climb or like whenever i watch like free solo or whatever those you know uh th- those type of uh documentaries or, or videos it, dude once they get past like 30 40 50 feet it's like same it doesn't shit. it doesn't Dead. matter if yeah. you're 3000 right. feet up climbing yeah. same outcome it's the yeah. same outcome and that's it's what like being on like, a ladder three floors up man. i don't know same if that's deal. like it it freaks me out more or calms me more when they're up higher cuz you're like well <laughs> i guess matter. it wouldn't matter well, there is a was, level you know, yeah there is yeah. a level of acceptance i think and when you know, we were talking about free solo off we're mic, above but that. It, it's yeah. like you know when at a certain point it's like well i at the, i just have to accept that at this point if something goes wrong that's it. Like I, so why even worry about it? Because ninety nine percent of it <laughs> is know? deadly. Yeah. So, but now obviously, I'll also you know, acknowledge like majority of the things we've done don't have not, to be right. that way. No, are not, not that way. And we're very responsible. We're very safe. We're so very when our when our wives but, listen to this, don't like, <laughs> sure, sure. don't think we're out there, you know, free well, soloing well, elk. Exactly. We're not. We're not <laughs> rock climbing. Right. There's. We've been in some situations where there've been some challenges, but 
I don't think there's really been anything where I've I, may, maybe the there's amphitheater a, there's was maybe the, a little nerve wracking at times. Yeah, that one was a little. I don't um, ever feel like we were like scared. It was scary. No, there it was, was going when we were going, and all of these are at 80k, which is interesting because I mean, that was a challenge. Well, we were that that was probably one of the highest elevations that we were. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, we got to some pretty big. But peaks I think and the one that stands challenges. out to me, and it wasn't like a. Um, I guess it was a scary moment, but it was when we were actually um, summoning Mount Marcy. And the yeah. as we were going up there and realizing with how windy it is and and how steep that section it is, it was windy, man. Yeah, and it's with the packs on our back. It's like you catch a good gust, you lose your balance, you do something like you're, you're not you might gonna, roll a bit. You're gonna like, roll. Dude. That's the thing. You're not. You may not. You're not gonna die, but you're gonna you're gonna get hurt because if you fall and as steep as it is, you're you're gonna go for a while. Um, or on those on those spots where we were scrambling, going back to your your topic, Brian, is like okay, I may only be going up ten feet. That's 10 feet. If I fell, that's I 10 feet I'm good. falling and I'm going to land on rock and I got, you know, 30 pounds on my back. It, and it's, it's you're 15, 16, 20 miles into a trail exactly. and there's no really no good safety. way to get to you. And the, so you're going to yeah. have a helicopter come and evacuate you out. Like there's, there's no good options. Or have your to, friends carry you out. Which, or, or, you know. or that. But, yeah. but at that point, you're having to carry your friend down. And you're having to worry about them. They're having to worry about yourself. You're yeah. you're putting. There's just so much extra risk when it comes to that kind of thing. Yeah. You just you have to be careful. And, and on the, the one train. end, on the one end, it can be scary because you can think of it from the perspective of, all right, there's six, eight, ten, two, one of us out here, and something as small as a twisted ankle could really have a big impact. And For sure, could, and and that could really lead to some serious things, and be scared about it, or just. You know, I think, and our group is good at this: is recognizing. All right, we got to dig in, focus here a little bit, and just be careful. And all of, like, sure. I wasn't walking up Mount Marcy and, and thinking like, "Oh man, Brian's going to kill himself." Like, no. <laughs> I know you're taking I, care of what I you need to take care of. I think that's one thing and, we do, you know, well as a group. I think we meet the moment well, right? Yeah. yeah. Over the span of a career of a professional athlete, what do you think the injury <laughs> rate is? It's a hundred percent, right? We're not professional athletes, right? So backpacking long enough. We're going to have gonna injuries. Happen. We're yeah. going to have oh, things yeah. that happen. Well, yeah, you got yours out of the way early. I got it out of the way earlier so I can be like Cal Rifkin Jr. for the rest of my career. <laughs> there you go. You know? That's a good move. The Iron Man. So so we talked about rock scrambling a little bit. Um, the next thing that I wanted to talk about that we haven't had experience in other than a little bit on our tents is yes. snow. Right. This one's exciting. I've now, always wanted to do a heavy snow trip. Yeah, me too. Same. I'm so pumped. So there's a few things that you... You're so pumped for what? For a heavy snow trip. Well, we're we not even snow going one. I, well, I don't care. No, Whenever no, we do no. one, we I'm excited one. for it. Listen, we're done <laughs> He's getting pumped for the idea. <laughs> He's like, oh, snow, yes. There's so many factors that you have to think about when you're doing a snow trip. Obviously, it's going to be cold. You have to, you have to number one, worry about the, the temperature. Right, you don't want to get hypothermia. You want to make sure that you've got enough warm clothes. You want to make sure that your 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 shelter is is going to uh, maintain warmth. Um, that you you have the the proper sleeping bag and the sleeping pack. And we've talked about our value before with that kind of thing. That's important. The thing that a lot of people don't really think about is walking in the snow, and then Eating also yellow snow. If you yeah. yes, of course. <laughs> if you are on an incline no or a decline of a hill when it comes to snow, uh, there's a lot of potential for slipping all the way down. Yeah, yeah you know? it's like you're sledding too. Right. And, yeah, and when I think of snow, I think of it within the context of 
like the only time we really ever saw it was Manus Day. And it was just, like I said, we woke up with ice on our tents. It was right. cold. And it wasn't like we were walking. There wasn't, we weren't trudging through snow. It wasn't snow then. But no. that was relatively flat. And so I don't necessarily think, oh, I'm on like a 50% grade and it's all snow and I have to be. But that's exactly right. You could be in a, you know, depending on where you're at, um, you could be in a spot where, and we have a friend, I, I think, that kind of went through this. But yeah. we could be in a spot where you're in a steep grade and there's lots of snow and a, a slip could be detrimental. You take a tumble and, and you you go 50 feet, 60 feet all the way down and wrap yourself around a tree. Yeah. That's a deadly thing too. So there's there's certain tactics and maneuvers that you can do in order to, you know, obviously stop yourself. Um, you know, one of the first things that you, you need to think about is if you're going to encounter snow, you know you're going to encounter snow and you know that you're going to be doing uh, steep inclines or declines, um, you know, having an ice axe is probably a good move. You know, that way you can self-arrest with an ice axe and and there's there's different maneuvers and mountaineering um, related maneuvers that you can use in order to, to catch yourself if you do fall. But there's also self-arrest moves that you can do without ice axe. I, I highly recommend, and we won't get into the specifics on how to do it. There's tons of videos out there Go out and look at it. If you're going to be in snow, you're going to be going down something, you're going to be doing the PCT or the AT or something like that. You're going to through hike. You're going to be in a, a spot where you're going to have massive eleva- uh, elevation gains uh, with snow. Definitely look at those videos on how to do it. And ice axe is what I see alpinists use when they climb, correct? Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's also, you know, I've got an ice axe that you can use that, you know, you would just use as almost like a, a trekking pole. Yeah. Okay. But safety. you're in snow. And so the you know your ice axe doesn't have to be as long as a trekking pole would be because you're going to be up in the snow a little bit. And sure. You, you okay. Can, you've got different ends that you can use and that kind of thing. So, um, it, it definitely is a, a huge huge help when self arresting, um, and and helping that that fall and impact guys. So it's uh, I know this is not when this episode is going to release. Uh, we're recording this in the beginning of March. Um, can we all commit? To doing a trip in yes. the winter, yes, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yes, Austin, you uh, started done. you started all done. of this by asking, "Do you want to go backpacking?" We I guess said yes. You don't even finish that question; I, yeah. just say yes. <laughs> um, I think that into this year, and it's in. you know, I, it's we we've we've been talking about this for a long time of like, oh man, it'd be sweet to do a snow trip, but I think we should, and it doesn't have to be anything like crazy, right? Like, right. I think it would be good to just do one in the snow. And I know that's kind of tough to time because we're not in a climate that's like always snowy, but we could Well, we don't I in, yeah, I mean we could I think, time it out and then find a, a a spot maybe in like New York or or, or a couple of other states where we it's know it's got some yeah, elevation right, and yeah. it will be guaranteed. And I think and we had talked about that either end of last year or whatever even about, you know, sort of this winter that we're getting out of now um of maybe trying to do an, an early enough trip in the year where it was still snowy but yeah i i mean i think we need to it's a that's sort of we our did next ta- we did talk about a winter camp no we did like uh we we'd camper we camping did, yeah it was we did cold car camping, as hell yeah. but yeah that wasn't that oh, wasn't yeah. snow tent you know Fun, so but yes. not the same i've even yes, wanted yeah. a hot uh, do the hot tent thing man what? i think that'd be so much fun to do explain so uh you it's a hot tent is like kind of almost like a canvas basically means you got to buy a bunch of gear what wow. <laughs> i don't have any of this stuff but you have you have like exactly. a canvas tent and then um a little wood burner 
that you Whoa. that you so put you build in a with sauna the chimney. In and, the and, yeah, man, it's so freaking cool. Dude, dude, I've watched that, I've watched a lot of videos on that, and it's it's pretty sick. I, I I'm just gonna really, pack really those little personal like saunas that they sell that you just wrap yourself in <laughs> on uh, Wayfair. <laughs> I don't know if that'll work. <laughs> That's funny. It's yeah. just like a woman's yeah. head sticking out yeah. of like Ew. a purple box. <laughs> All right, so we're uh, as we kind of maybe close this one out. So does anybody? So I would say, does anybody have any advice for challenging terrain? It can be mental advice. It can be advice like with your footing yeah i'll start yeah, i'll start got? here so i've got two things Doesn't real quick things. Profound. two quick things okay so um one of the things that uh you know we talked about when you're in challenging terrain is keeping your footing and looking down um you know and paying attention just remember when you're done with that to look up because there's so many times when i'm backpacking yeah. i'm like oh my God, I've been staring at the ground for the past like 15, 20 minutes concentrating. I need to look up because that's why I'm here, right? I missed yeah. it. Right. I yeah. missed it. I missed yeah. the good stuff. That's and why I carry my camera. That's a, <laughs> yeah, you can, you, you, yeah, you're catching those Try. moments for us. Um, and second is like, uh, you know, when you're doing difficult terrain, like make sure that you are packing in a good first aid kit. Yeah. In case you do twist mm-hmm. an ankle, you get a cut, something like that. Uh, even I mean, just blisters and stuff. Like just even treat, blisters. Treat your feet right. Dude, I man. always, I you know, I don't get a lot of blisters on the trail, but I always bring a blister kit. Andrew yeah. does. He gets those does big old yeah, does. honkers. Oh gosh, always. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, He's no, always prepped though too. He's got his stuff. Yeah, you got. You have to. And, and yeah. like I said, Andrew I needs bring new stuff. Shoes. <laughs> I bring stuff, but I don't ever get them in case... But just in case, you know, you never yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So be prepared, like Boy yeah. Scouts. Yeah. So I, um, couple things. I would say just because it was so impactful to me and Brian, I think, but me personally, um, don't hesitate to get trekking poles, man. Like, go for it. They will. They will sticks. change your life. Get some sticks and uh, make sure you get them sized right, and um, that you know you, you get the right ones. But the, the, that was huge. So take steps to get things that that are going to help you out while you're out there to stay safe um and the mental piece of it i'll go back to linville is when it really gets tough like i remember forcing myself into i mean i at one point again i do we talk about linville on a podcast already but oh, yeah. okay <laughs> probably so the but but at one and point struggling was, yeah and me struggling yeah so but at one point you know, i was sitting there just saying hail mary's to myself just like i just got to get up this freaking hill and my legs are burning and i can't breathe and so just and finish. so find that like sort of zen state of it's like yeah you know and where you can zone Embrace out a little bit and get we there. said it before yeah. yeah uh but also you know as part of your group um and we've always been i think pretty good about this but um you know uh, be honest with yourself and with everybody else if you need to stop or you need I'm to take a break. And it's or, like, yeah. I need to change my socks, man. Like, if it, you're not, you're out there to uh, experience nature and enjoy it and you want to do it in a safe way. And you should never feel pressured by the people you're with to keep up or yeah, don't you suffer know, in silence. Right. To, to keep totally. a certain pace. And so, Paul. Stop suffering in silence. <laughs> if you're like, you know, we're not playing if, hero ball, out right? Here. You're not out there to be Superman and uh, potentially put yourself in a spot where you're gonna you're gonna break yourself. Um, so just be honest with yourself. Totally. I think, you know, you, you kind of touched on one of them was for me to you know make sure you you keep positive. You know, you're out there to enjoy the trail. You're out there to enjoy nature, 
uh, you're out there to maybe find yourself again, yeah. uh, to get a reset. Totally. Um, so, you know, y- you can't prepare for everything and to just kind of go with the flow and, you know, make sure you do enough to prepare that you can be ready for something if it does happen. Um, like Austin mentioned, bringing a first aid kit, if something happens, um, you know, that kind of thing you can prepare for, but keep positive, um, and, uh, and, and enjoy while you're out there. Um, the other thing that I wanted to touch on is, you know, when you're going through difficult and challenging terrain, make sure you're pacing correctly. Yeah. Make sure you're taking the breaks. Make sure you're fueling your body correctly because that's a huge thing. Good you know, point. We that's had, yeah. We had, we had that happen with we Mike. We need to talk about that. Do we you know, do. That's going to have to hit on that episode. We, topic. We, and, and I'd We're love to, late, but yeah, I agree. We need I'd, to talk about that another time. I would, we, maybe we talk about that when Mike comes on the podcast yeah. or something like that because yeah. when, we were, when we were at ADK, he didn't pack enough food and he didn't fuel properly and he felt that. And we were really worried for him because it, there was a couple, there, it was, was the last- Last night, yeah, we were yeah. we were we were pretty we were scared for him, man. Yeah. And uh, and you're burning a lot of calories when you're on the trail. You're burning a lot of calories when you're when you're going up and down. You got to feed the machine, man. You yeah. really do. So make sure you're taking the breaks. Make sure you're pacing correctly. Don't go out of the gate and kill yourself with with trying to make sure you're hitting five miles in a certain amount of time. Like right. That goes comfortable with. Respect yourself. That goes also. I mean, we had the. You know, we talked about planning and stuff a lot on on another episode. But that that goes into that too. Is be honest in that at that point too. Don't go into a trip thinking like, oh yeah, ten miles this day, it'd be easy, fine. And then I'm gonna hit this campsite, and then you try to do it, and you realize you're nowhere near what you thought, and you're never gonna hit camp, and now you're in a position where you gotta shit call an audible, and you don't, you know what you're gonna do. So you know. yeah, give yourself grace. Yep. Yeah, that's what I would say. Nice. I Round love. Aside, I love Alex. all these. Yeah. So, man, I could I could copy all of you guys. So I have two thoughts. I, everyone's had two thoughts. I'm, I'll join you on that. The first one's simple. So a good friend of mine uh, shed this light on me about work and other things uh, earlier this week, and he said preparation is is the separation. I like that. And I think it's. I think it works well here because I, I think there's situations here that when you're on the trail, if you're prepared for it, it's much easier. If you're not prepared, obviously, you know, read into it as what you want. Um, and then I think I would find, I would kind of, I would, I would round it out and say, and I think this is a good reminder. And at least even for myself too, is I think people are capable more of more than what they think. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and I think like, I think of my own self and I think of the struggle moments that I've had on the trail, none of which have been really like detrimental or, you know, ailments to like Austin, you've had some, you know, like you've had foot issues, Brian, you've had your one struggle. Like, I don't know if I've had anything like profound like that. Well, you went on a hike. Uh, you went on one of the trips uh, with a cold, like pretty. Yeah, yeah. It, it was hard as hell. That's and true. I would, That's and true. I would, I would disagree because you, you told me something specifically after 80K when we went up Marcy and you said that was the hardest thing it was hard. in my life. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't remember like, I wasn't like, I didn't feel bad about it. Oh, I know. Injured or like, I don't think it has to be a profound. But, okay. Thing. Yeah. It's so like I, all of us have had moments out there where it's that's like, fair. That's I didn't fair. know I could do that. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. And that's maybe making my point, right? Yeah. Is, is I think in the moment, while it seems like you're grueling and it's hard, it's the efforts outrageous. 
you can you can do more than you think. Yeah. And I think that's what's incredible about like being human and like having uh you know, we're really good positive encouragement to one another and supportive of everybody kind of finishing and finishing strong. You can do it. Yeah. And you can you can do more than you think you can and uh and and it, and it can be fun. And, I, and I'd say you're you're basically guaranteed to if you decide to go out there and you you do one of these trips, even if it's, you know, relatively simple yeah. is think of loyal sock. And we came back from that and we were dog tired. Yeah. <laughs> it would beat our ass. Yeah. Loyal sock was the worst I've ever felt. And, and, but we, and afterward Ugh. we're sitting there smiling. Like I didn't know. When are we going that. out again? Yeah. I didn't What's know I next? Do that. Now I know I can do that. So what are we doing next? Gosh. Even well, after all the hard I was just going to say, you were telling, you, you were telling you, we're always so supportive and like, like good for everybody, you know, the entire <laughs> group while we're doing it. But afterwards, you're getting ragged on. It's a dog fest. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll never let you know, live Linville know it's, now. I think yeah, that's the, for 20 uh, minutes. the proof of, uh, of good friendship. And yeah, that's exactly. what that's what the trail is all about. So thanks for, uh, thanks for uh, enjoying us on this ride, y'all. Please feel free to email us. We're at trailtheorypod at gmail.com. And uh, we'd be happy to answer any questions you guys have. We really appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll see you next time. Don't die! <laughs> the Trail Theory Podcast is sponsored by Audimute and Audio Technica. Music by Dan Koch. <laughs>